Bark, 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 and welcome back to the Far Strider Podcast. Today I'm recording a podcast and I'm live on Instagram, and it's morning, so I have coffee. <coughs> Try to drink and not breathe the coffee in. That would be that would be a good start. Uh, but yes, yay. Bark, hello, welcome back. It's a Far Strider podcast, and it's a new podcast this time, not a throwback, although I will keep posting those throwbacks on occasion to the beginning of all of this ridiculous whatever the fuck it is, uh, because it's fun to go back and see where it all started with my pup brother Blitz and I. Yay. Bark, so what are we going to talk about today? Uh, well... It's a it's it's an exciting topic, um, or maybe not. I don't know. It's exciting for me. It's relevant for me, and that's uh, the social media crackdown that we've been seeing um, against anything that is not heteronormative on social media, uh, specifically on sites like Instagram, which I'm live on while I'm recording this podcast and on Facebook, and um, even it's starting to creep in a little bit to Twitter. Um, and then, you know, I mean, Tumblr already went there first, but they just went full-blown, no porn, not even straight porn. So, yay, good for Tumblr for being consistent across the board. Yay. Uh, so, we're going to talk about that, uh, because it, it, affects me. It affects a lot of people I know. It affects a lot of people that a lot of people know. Um, and yeah, so let, let's take a sip of coffee and then jump right, right into what the fuck I'm talking about. <coughs> Bark. I really need to work on learning to swallow coffee and not breathe it. Oh my god, that would be so good. Could you imagine an inhalable coffee that you didn't choke on, that just was like direct caffeine delivery? Mmm. That, that would be pretty magical. Um, bark. <coughs> oh, excuse me while I choke. Anyways, uh, also, before we get started, uh, just a quick note. Today's sponsor is me! <laughs> <laughs> Bark! Uh, but no, Far Strider brand. I have all kinds of crazy freaking designs, uh, and they're available in the various shops that I, I have up on the internet. Uh, I try to have multiple shops so that people can shop where they enjoy shopping. Uh, you can find my products under the Far Strider brand on Amazon, Redbubble, and on Teespring. And uh, you can find, yeah, you can find lots of fun, cool uh, pup and handler related designs. Um, it's going into the holiday season right now, so there's also a, a sale on my Teespring store because that's the only place that I can control offering a discount. Um, and so on on that uh, on Teespring, you can save fifteen percent right now with code JingleBark. I'll put that in the description of the podcast. Because uh, I'll post this today. Bark. Anyways. <clears throat> yay. So far, Strider brand. Um, and that is my one and only sponsor for today's show. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get into that. It's relevant to our topic. So let's talk about social media crackdown. Um, what is it? And uh, what is the effect it is having on the internet? Um, so first, what is it? Uh, it is the crackdown on anything that is uh, other than heteronormative um, on the internet. Uh, so that's, you know, anyone who uh, puts themselves out there as LGBTQIA. Uh, anyone who puts themselves out there as kinky. Anyone who puts themselves out there as enjoying a fetish. Oh. Oh my gosh, that's so so scary and terrible a fetish ah mm, they must be monsters and no no we're not monsters hi i have fetishes and kinks and i'm a puppy bark uh, <laughs> um so what is happening and what we're seeing on the internet is uh all these social media sites like instagram for instance where i'm currently live while i record this podcast because <laughs> 
<laughs> of course, I'm doing more than one thing at a time because I can't help but be that ridiculous. Um, but Instagram, they have a, all these sites, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. They all have a terms of service and use. And that is basically your contract as a user with them, the host and provider, saying that, hey, yeah, uh, here's the rules that I'm going to agree to abide by and live by with my posts. Um, and on sites like Instagram, uh, they they have rules that's that are basically like uh, no pornography. You know, we don't want to see your genitals and we don't want to see uh, your ass. And okay, that that's fine. That's within their rights, obviously, to decide what the rules are for their for their social platform, their website. Yay, uh, good, good for good for them for having rules, um, and the problem with that though is when they start cracking down on those rules, but then applying them differently to different groups of people. So, for instance, um, the Kardashian ladies can strip fully nude. And strike a pose where their genitals and their breasts are hidden from the camera angle. And take a photo, and it's art. And I won't argue that. It is art. Uh, say what you want about the Kardashians and the, the many dubious things about their <laughs> climb to fame and claim to fame and, and whatever. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to take a photo like that, that is absolutely an artistic nude shot. However, if me, myself, a, a non-celebrity who's a fat, hairy gay man, and I'm, I'm happy with that, I'm very proud to be a fat, hairy gay man, uh, but if I was to recreate that photo exactly, nude, not lewd, from an angle where my ass is not directly visible, none of my uh, genitalia are visible, and even my chest is not visible, uh, that post would more than likely be removed for violating community guidelines. Why? Because I'm not heteronormative. Because I put myself out there as gay. Because I put myself out there as a human puppy. Because I put myself out there as a kinkster and a fetishist. And that's where we have a problem. Because there's, there is an active movement. And it's not just here on Instagram. It's taking place all over the internet. And as I mentioned earlier, it's starting to occasionally creep into Twitter. Um, but there is a movement behind the scenes to push out anyone like me uh, and shut us down and hide us and take our voice away and remove us from these platforms even when we do stick to their terms of service. Um, it's it's super, super, super... Um, uh, it's just not good. It's um, it's bad. It has a hugely bad effect on anyone who's not heteronormative. Um, just earlier this week, uh, for instance, a very, very popular, well-known, well-followed, kinkster, fetishist, and educator, Pup Amp, had his account deleted from Instagram. There were no uh, content notices like, oh, this photo was removed for violating community guidelines. He didn't get any of those. He didn't get a message uh, disabling his account where they'll disable it. Typically, that's the first step. They disable your account. They say, hey, X, Y, and Z is wrong with your profile. You need to remove these posts in order to restate your account. He didn't have that option. What he experienced was logging in, posting a selfie that morning. I saw the selfie. It was quite innocent and adorable. And about two hours later, he found out his account was suddenly not there anymore. He was simply erased from Instagram. And on the one hand, a lot of people look at that and they say, well, whatever, just go to a different platform. 
And sure, he can absolutely do that. In fact, he's, uh, since he has been unable to reinstate his account, um, and we'll get to that in a minute, but since he's been unable to reinstate his account, he simply switched from using uh, at pup underscore amp to using at Watts the safe word, his uh, YouTube shows, and, well, YouTube show and podcasts Instagram page uh, as his own page um, on here. And that's, that's fine. That's a workaround of sorts. Um, but the problem is when, when they just come in and they dump out, delete, erase someone's profile who wasn't violating community guidelines, it sends a message, and they've sent a very clear message over and over again with their shadow banning process and their targeted harassment of uh, users who are not heteronormative, uh, who are not posting um, as actual A-list celebrities um, and what have you. But <clears throat> so yeah, so they delete it and it's gone and even though he has workarounds, he has options, other accounts he can utilize to keep his conversation going, keep his voice going, and keep his uh, message of positivity, inclusivity, and uh, education out there, when they delete his primary account like that, they also sever ties with a large swath of his audience, and that is ultimately their intended uh, unstated goal. Um, if they can undercut enough people like Amp, like me, like uh, Christopher Weston, Amp's daddy, um, <clears throat> follow him at Christopher Weston, uh, and uh, if they can undercut enough people like us, um, porn performers, sex workers, and and the like, uh, they can literally run us off the internet and out of people's lives. And when they do that, our voices, when they take the voice away and they push us into the shadows, into the dark spaces, they can make kink and fetish this scary, dark, seedy, evil-sounding place and thing, which it's uh, not. And they can also take away our ability to effectively communicate and educate the muggles about who and what we actually are and that no being gay does not equal being a child molester and no being kinky is not sexual abuse uh, or assault and so it really it damages the entire other than heteronormative community when they do things like this. Um, they just, they take that away. Um, and it's already having wide sweeping effect. There, there is a, already a massive effect being felt and had around the internet by uh, sex workers and um, kinksters and fetishists um, you know, Amp had his, his channel delete or his uh, profile here on Instagram deleted. YouTube has been attacking Watts the safe word despite that channel being a sex ed channel. And they, they don't do nudity. They don't show anything remotely genitalia related on their channel. Um, the worst they've had occasionally are some dildos, but Jesus Christ, there are some big YouTubes who YouTubers who have just like straight up, boom! Here's a picture that I've just thrown up on the screen of a of my ass, and we're gonna talk about it. And I'm fully monetized. Um, that's a different rant though, <laughs> but you know, kind of in the same vein. Um, so Amp is feeling his ability to generate income through what he's doing heavily affected and what he does is it requires a massive investment of time and of money to keep doing it uh, it's not cheap to continually produce a youtube show uh, on the regular at the level that he does 
Uh, it is not cheap to um, just to have things like microphones and computers. And quite frankly, I have very cheap equipment because I'm I'm broke and I don't have I don't have the funds to really spend on a lot of things. And um, I have I have very supportive family that was willing to uh, make things uh, birthday gifts and stuff like that over the years. Uh, but the point is is that it affects people's livelihoods, uh, and I have been affected by that as well. Um, I can't imagine quite the toll it takes on someone like Amp, who has a channel that's so massive that it can be monetized on YouTube, um, or a following audience that his former Instagram account was monetizable and he could share links to things um, like his own website that were clickable. Uh, imagine that. That's that's a nice thing, but you have to get to 10,000 followers first, so I'm a ways off. Uh, but... I've been affected by this. Uh, the wide-sweeping effect that this crackdown on other than heteronormative has already had, uh, it has demolished uh, my two primary sources of income. Um, a lot of you know, uh, and, and if you don't know, welcome to the podcast. I'm Farstrider, and this is the Farstrider podcast, and, and uh, welcome Welcome, go back, check out my old episodes, and go check out my YouTube channel. You'll hear all about my former uh, sponsors. Um, I was an affiliate with uh, both Fort Trough and uh, Mr. S. Leather. Um, and however, this last spring, uh, they both issued uh, statements to all their affiliates uh, pausing their programs with the idea that hopefully they would bring it back someday. Um, well, it's the end of 2019, and I'm not seeing anything about the affiliate program coming back with either of them. Um, but what that's really a reaction to, it's a business reaction, and it's, it's warranted and valid. But when you are paying people a commission uh, to send people your way to buy stuff, and when the number of new people that get pushed your way keeps getting less and less and less and less from those affiliates uh, whose completely independent job it is is to push people your direction, it starts to become financially unfeasible because you're paying out commission but you're not seeing the generated new business that you're expecting in order to afford the program to keep going. Um, so Mr. S ended their program, um, and so I'm no longer a Mr. S affiliate. Still love them to death, love their work, and will recommend them all the time, but not an affiliate with them anymore. And that was that was my number one stream of income. Um, it, it didn't make me a ton of money, but it made a... A nice consistent amount of monthly income, uh, which has been great while I'm in school because it lets me focus on uh, my classes and kicking ass in school uh, rather than trying to figure out how to hold down some like part time or full time job, which would probably be retail because that's about the only thing that'll work around a school schedule. Uh, but with the way school is, wow, school is crazy. Um, so real quick here, we'll take an aside because, you know, it's a Far Strider podcast. And how is it a Far Strider podcast if we're not going off the rails? Uh, but so uh, for me, for school, I've been taking a full-time schedule. And so that's 15 credits a quarter. Yay. Not really a, a tough thing, except there's... Uh, about two-thirds of my classes are just all online. And that is be been between uh, 10, well, about 8 and 10 hours per class per week online. And so I've got uh, two classes that are all online, and those are usually more in the 10, occasionally even 12 hours a week. So there's between 20 and 24 hours right there. And then also I've got my, uh, my third class, which is a hybrid, where I've got some in-class days. Um, 
uh, my Cisco class, for instance, I have uh, two class days a week. One day is a lecture, another day is uh, in-class physical lab work um, on Cisco hardware, and then the other half of the class is online. And so I've got five hours in class where I also have uh, about an hour and a half to two hours in traffic uh, to attend those classes uh, each class day. Uh, so that's anywhere between um, uh, eight and eight and nine hours there all by itself. And then I have about eight hours of online classwork for that class as well. Uh, so we were at about 20 to 24 hours for the two all online classes, although sometimes there is more work to be done than can be done in 20 to 24 hours with those classes. Um, but so I've got the other class and we're looking at uh, another 8 to 10 online, so we're looking at 28 to 34 hours plus eight to nine hours in class, so we're over a full-time schedule there already. And then the idea of trying to hold down a, a part-time regular job in retail or full-time job in retail and kick ass at my classes the way I've been kicking ass and get through it at a, a reasonably fast pace, uh, 18 months instead of 36. Um, which ultimately means you finish school sooner and then you can go out and get job in said field sooner and begin earning income in that regular job sooner. Um, so it, it's better for all parties. Uh, that was made easier to think about doing and doing uh, by the affiliate income stream. So there we go. We've gone way off the rails and circled all the way back around. And now here we are back at the affiliate income stream and my number one stream, Mr. S by Felicia. It's uh, that program is currently gone and there is no income being generated uh, by that and hasn't been since, um, uh, since spring of this year. Uh, similarly, at the same time, Fort Trough hit pause on their program. Uh, however, um, my email server, uh, my Gmail account, where I get emails from them as an affiliate, uh, must have sent that notice to my junk mail bin, because I didn't know they paused their program. And they have uh, two big sales a year. Um, and when they had their fall sale in August, I was like, fuck yeah. Okay, Mistress is kind of like, I can't earn money there right now, but Fort Trough, when they have a sale, like the rest of the year, it's kind of hard to generate any income with Fort Trough because it's a very niche market uh, brand. But when they have their sale, uh, I know if I push, push that by sharing with people, hey, big sale, they got some badass stuff, go check it out, uh, I'll get a lot of click-throughs and there will be a lot of people who purchase and that's a good way to make some money. And so I created some ads that I was like, yeah, I fucking look sexy in that. I like that. Hell yeah. Fort Trophy even fucking retweeted the damn thing uh, and uh, failed to reach out to me and say, hey, you remember this program is um, not a thing anymore? And I was referring to myself as an affiliate in those uh, images and posts. Um, and so... That's a little perturbing because I, I potentially, uh, looking at the analytics, because I can still log into that affiliate account and see the analytics on my click-through. Uh, my click-through in August was, um, uh, it was good. It, it was very good. And um, it was good because I'm not like most affiliates. I'm not just a social media profile on whatever sites, multiple sites, as many sites as I can handle uh, dealing with. Um, I run everything back through my website, and my website, farstrider.com, is the source for everything. It's It was the source for all my affiliate links. It's the source for my links to my uh, Redbubble, Amazon, and Teespring shops, uh, which helps prevent you from ending up finding... Um, uh, the occasional pirated product of mine. I mean, I'm, 
I'm nobody. I know this. I know that I am a nobody in the grand scheme of things on the internet. I'm not AMP. I don't have 100,000 plus YouTube followers uh, or some 100,000 Instagram followers or even, I don't even have five digits of followers or six digits. No, five. I can't count today. Uh, yeah, I don't even have five digits of followers yet on any of my social profiles except Tumblr, but Tumblr's dead. And I had 11,000 there a long time ago. I still have 10,000, but I think 9,999 of those accounts uh, are unused. So <laughs> Tumblr's dead, and we all know it. Um, but so, uh, so yeah, so I, I, I don't have that kind of following, uh, but... I am somebody who utilizes a website as a place where I can send everyone from social media with a social media friendly link because my website does not host NSFW content, although it will link you out to NSFW content of mine from the page that says, hey, come here and you'll find my, my NSFW links. Bark. Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, so... Um, people were clicking through to my website, and from my website, they were clicking through to Fort Trough a lot. Um, and uh, I, I generated what should have been a, a, a nice amount of affiliate income from one brand for one month. Um, yay. Uh, unfortunately, because the program is over, <laughs> back in the spring, uh, none of that affiliate commission... Uh, is actually affiliate commission. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe maybe the analytics on my uh, referrals will be enough for them to reconsider reopening their program at some point sooner? I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. Um, but anyways, so, yay. So that's left me in a bit of a interesting situation this fall because uh, I haven't had that regular source of um, income coming in, and then we ran into, you know, personally, life happens, and you run, you always run into unexpected expenses when the shit hits the fan, so <laughs> here we are today, uh, you've seen me putting out a lot more, uh, designs, uh, through Far Strider merch this fall, um, it's about the only thing I've had time to do most of the time, uh, school has kept me so busy, and that is really my priority right now, is school. Um, I, I started that Pokemon Go series uh, for my YouTube, and I still actually have that going. Um, just, I, have, I haven't filmed for it in a while, because I haven't had time to play the game in a couple months. I missed several big events, because I just I haven't had the time. Uh, I've had all my time invested in uh, school and in... Uh, my last few months here on the board of CPAW, uh, the Seattle Pups and Handlers Club. Um, and, um, uh, but yeah, so I haven't been, I haven't had time to sit down and do a podcast all that often. I, I managed one with my brother and that was super fun. Uh, and then I put out a, a throwback and I've got, I've got all those old Instagram lives with Blitz that I'm going to stuff out on the podcast channel on, uh, uh, SoundCloud, so, you know, this will be on SoundCloud later. Enjoy that, uh, talking to all the people on Instagram Live while I'm recording a SoundCloud podcast. Why am I talking to the SoundCloud podcast about listening to the SoundCloud podcast later? I don't know. Because I'm Farstrider, and I'm ridiculous, and this is off the rails, and that's how we, that's, that's how we bark on this channel. Coffee. Ooh, I did it that time without choking on it. Yay. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, anyways, um, so I've been putting out a lot more merch, uh, a lot more designs, um, because that's something that I'll get an idea and I'll just be like, ooh, I know exactly what I want to do for this. Um, I have two or three more uh, in mind that I just need to they require me to sit down and create a graphic for them, um, and that that takes me a little more time. Um, so hopefully I'll have some of that time coming up. Um, 
But uh, yeah, Farstrider merch has now become the primary way for me to support myself. Unfortunately, sales of Farstrider merch uh, compared to a year ago have tanked. Um, I don't really believe it has anything to do with the designs, um, especially I've still got things like the Good Boy design and uh, the Wrestle Pup, and I've got those new incredible designs from Blitz, um, the Padded Pup, and uh, the Neon Dog, and the Spoopy. Um, I think he's working up a holiday one maybe at some point. Um, if he does, awesome. If not, no big deal. Um, kind of, it's, it's one of those things where him and I work in partnership on that. Um, but, uh, you know, we... Uh, I, I work on putting out these designs and putting them out there, not just to make money for myself, although, you know, dogs got to eat, <laughs> bark, and I'm a fat doggo, so, you know, I need to put food in that belly, uh, but also because I just, I like putting out there the uh, products that I want to own <laughs> and things like that, um, and so... Uh, but what I've really noticed over the past year specifically, and now we're circling back to a previous topic I mentioned, but uh, said we'd come back to, um, I've noticed over the last year specifically that my uh, sales have taken bigger and bigger hits, and I think that's in large part due to uh, shadow banning. Uh, my account has been shadow banned numerous times on Instagram uh, over the past uh, 11 months. Uh, since the process really started taking effect. And so for those of you who don't know, a shadow ban is when Instagram goes, oh, so this post you just made uh, where you're shirtless and it's cropped at your belly, so you're a fat, hairy bear, gay bear, and you've used hashtags like cub and hairy and furry and bear and gay bear and gay cub and gay puppy and human puppy and what have you. Well, even though this doesn't go against community guidelines, we just don't like it. It's, you know, what if children saw you with your shirt off? And so then they shadow ban your account. And what happens when they shadow ban your account and I've I've literally watched this in my analytics. You can see the moment they shadow ban you because you don't get a notice. Um, but you have an engagement rate in your metrics that's like, ooh, yeah, people are checking stuff out. And then it goes, Phew. nobody is seeing your content. And then about a week later, it goes, all of a sudden you post a selfie and it goes, boom. Everybody sees your content again. And then you suddenly are getting, you know, all the normal amount of likes and comments. And uh, when they shadow ban you, it hides it. It hides your posts. It hides your feed from even people who follow you. It removes you from hashtags completely. Um, but it hides you and shoves even your story down a hole here on Instagram, uh, so that people who've actually said, yes, I like this person, I wanna follow them, follow button, click, uh, it hides it even from most of them. Uh, about the only people who end up seeing your content are people who actively searched for you or went to your profile um, and sought out the content. And that, but that's not how social media is designed. Social media is designed for you to, you know, open up your, your Instagram or your Facebook and you've got your timeline feed that it's a joke to call a timeline when it's not chronological. Just let that sink in for a minute. Uh, but, um, but you just, you open it up and you just start scrolling through your feed and you're like, ooh, you know, I mean, I love Instagram because I like photos. Uh, I, I like seeing seeing what people are up to. Um, not always just reading about it, but seeing what adventures they've gotten into and, and, and whatnot. Uh, and so, like, I love scrolling through and I'll, like, double tap everything because I'm just like, oh, my God, I love it. Oh, my God, I love it. Oh, my God, I love it. Uh, but when you're shadow banned, you would not show up while I'm scrolling through my feed uh, even though I um, have uh, 
excuse me, um, uh, followed you. So if I'm following you and then suddenly like a week goes by and I didn't like any of your posts, uh, you were probably shadow banned. Uh, isn't it a wonderful feeling? No, it's not. It makes you feel like, wait, what am I doing wrong? Nobody likes me anymore? What happened to everybody? And then all of a sudden, like a week or two later, it comes back and you're like, oh, oh, damn. Wow, cool. Everybody, I, oh, fuck, I was shadow banned. No wonder nobody was liking any of the posts I was making. Jeez, fucking A. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, most recently I was shadow banned at Halloween. Uh, I, I had that Spider-Man costume, which mm, I, I enjoy wearing that. And I thought I looked quite, I thought I even, I, I looked at that. And I'm like, oh, I look good in this bark. Um, but when I took photos that I posted here to Instagram with that, I wore underwear underneath it. Uh, because I knew specifically that if I didn't, I would have way too much bulge action going on for Instagram. And I also went in, and where I had a super visible dick print, I actually photoshopped that out of the image if I was posting the entire body shot instead of the cropped shot. Uh, and I did that because I was like, oh, you know, that's not appropriate for Instagram's community guidelines. So I, I should, you know, make sure this photo is nice before I put it on there and plays by their rules. And so I was posting a whole bunch of pictures because I took a bunch and I was like, fuck. I basically am just like tapping the, oh, this color balance came out all fucked up because my iPhone 8 can't tell what white is until I hit the color correction button in the, in the, in Photoshop. And uh, I like tap that and I'm like, fuck, now I look like an actual comic book character. Like I popped right out of a comic book page. I like that. I was like, these are cool photos. I'm going to share them. And then I, I threw a few filters on a couple of them that kind of accentuated that comic book look because I was just kind of like, damn, I am like, I'm here for this. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> and um, apparently uh, a fat gay man in a puppy hood wearing a Spider-Man suit is just too hot for Instagram. So I got shadow banned and there was a day um, when I didn't know yet that I was shadow banned where uh, I, I think it was like the day after I had started posting pictures in it, I was wearing the, the Spider-Man costume without the head and I, I was going to go live and just like chat it up with Instagram and whatever. And I kept trying to go live and it kept giving me errors. And it was like, network error, can't connect, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? What's wrong with my internet? So like literally I was like grabbing my iPad, my old iPhone 6 and going on my computer to try and fix what must have been wrong with my router and my Comcast modem. And now all of that was functioning correctly. Uh, the only thing that didn't work was going live on Instagram. Um, didn't realize it till about three days later, I was shadow banned. And that's the other thing that happens. If you're shadow banned, you can't go live on Instagram because you're clearly a horrible person. How dare you post a photo wearing a Halloween costume? Mm, yeah. Um... So, yeah, you know, yay. Um, but, yeah, so to circle it all all back now, because <laughs> I've kind of been just ranting about this for a while. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, the inconsistent application of these community guidelines in terms of service and use uh, that the social media platforms most notably because it, it's getting the most attention right now, but it's not the only space doing it, is uh, the Facebook mega corporation, which is Facebook and Instagram and other things as well. Um, they they are cracking down on, you know, if, if, I, if I use, you've noticed I haven't been using hashtags in, or very many hashtags in a lot of my Instagram pictures. And I am, I am avoiding the hashtags LGBTQ. I am avoiding the hashtag gay. I am avoiding the hashtag uh, gay cub, gay bear. Uh, anything 
that might be gay. Because if I use one of those hashtags, uh, A, that photo is going to get algorithmically pushed down and um, people will not see it as much. I've literally seen this. Um, I did a few tests uh, over a couple days just testing out this theory based on a few things AMP had said um, at one point. And I actually literally saw, um, and also uh, the, the really handsome bear in Chicago that makes clothing. Um, God, I feel bad. I can't uh, think of his name right now. He's fucking awesome, though. I'm sure you all know him. Anyways, um, he does yoga all the time. He's fucking rad uh, and woof, and he makes super awesome designs. Um, like, I see his designs, and I'm like, wow. No, I'm going to keep doing it because I, I do different, but wow, his are so nice. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> um, uh, either him or Amp or both of them had mentioned like this idea that, oh, you know, if you use these hashtags, you actually get al algorithmically pushed down, even if you're not shadow banned, because um, certain hashtags are unacceptable. Um, like, you know, the, the hashtag human puppy on Instagram. Um, I think they've shadow banned that hashtag. Um, and so, like, if I was using hashtag like gay or gay bear or human puppy or pup or pup play community or puppy play, um, my photos were getting very few uh, interactions, very few likes, no comments, um, very low impressions. And then if I would post something without hashtags or with some community safe hashtags I guess like uh hashtag glasses or hashtag selfie because they're not going to shadow ban the selfie hashtag um my engagement would just skyrocket all of a sudden like all the followers would be seeing it and liking it and commenting on it and all this stuff and so it's like oh wow so I could totally like if I post a if I took a selfie like this like I did just before I started this uh recording and stream uh, session where I'm just like sitting here at the mic in my stormtrooper onesie and if I said hashtag gay I'd have half as many uh, likes and one quarter as many uh, impressions on that post by the time this podcast is done than I'm going to have because I didn't use any hashtags like hashtag gay um, and so it's this it's this very strategic and intentional attack on other than heteronormative communities on the internet. Um, so, yay, it's wonderful. It's affecting people's livelihoods. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, what can you do? You can make a lot of noise about it. I'm not sure, uh, not sure, honestly, if it's going to do any good or not. Uh, but the the biggest thing that you can do to help potentially one day reverse all of this bullshit is to pay attention, follow along, educate yourself on, and support verbally, loudly, all over the internet as much as you can the lawsuit that Pup Amp wants the safe word on YouTube and other LGBTQIA YouTubers have filed against Google and YouTube. Now, why would this help with problems here on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter? Well, YouTube is doing the exact same thing that Instagram and Facebook are doing. However, there is a more very direct way that the creators on YouTube who are monetizable, like AMP, um, not me. I have nowhere near. I have a teeny tiny audience on YouTube. Teeny tiny channel. Uh, go check it out. YouTube.com slash Pupfarstrider. Bark. Um, I, I post ridiculous videos when I have time to. Um, anyways, uh, if there is a positive outcome, and by that I mean an outcome in the favor of AMP and the YouTubers who have filed this class action lawsuit against Google and YouTube, it will cause ripples to travel at light speed across the internet. It will frighten the living daylights out of Mark Zuckerberg and 
the CEOs of his social media uh, outlets because what they're doing here on Instagram uh, and Facebook and uh, what's even starting to creep into Twitter a little, what Tumblr did a uh, year, year and a half ago and whatnot, um, what, they, what they did is they targeted a group of people and tried to silence them and remove them from the platform without cause. Um, and they're doing so in a way where, like, you know, like I mentioned before with Kim Kardashian or one of the Kardashian ladies posting a nude artistic photo where they don't show their genitals, but they are nude. Um, yet if I was to recreate the image, well, I, I would have my post taken down and potentially have my entire account just up and deleted. Um, that's happened to me in the past. Uh, I know Amp's pain on a microscopic scale. <laughs> He's so much bigger than me. I feel so bad for him. I, I can't imagine. He had so much work put into his Instagram account, and it all just went poof, gone, in the blink of an eye for no apparent reason. Um, anyways, uh, so supporting that lawsuit, if they have a positive outcome, that ripple effect could cause companies like Facebook, uh, social media sites like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter to reconsider the way they're doing business and how they treat their users. Um, and I, I just, I truly believe that a positive outcome in that lawsuit would have lasting positive effects for anyone who's not heteronormative, such as myself, and such as many of you listening to this podcast, uh, the people who follow my social accounts, etc. Um, it would certainly have a positive effect on my bank account when uh, affiliate programs suddenly open back up overnight, uh, <laughs> because you could then push those programs on social media again. Um, anyways, uh, but yeah, so... Pause crossed. Follow that. Um, make sure you're following What's the Safe Word on uh, YouTube and What's Your Safe Word on uh, SoundCloud um, and Apple Podcasts and wherever Amp has published all of his podcast outlets. Um, he kind of uses a repeater like I do. So like my, my podcast goes to SoundCloud and then gets uh, redistributed instantly over to Apple Podcasts. And a day or two later, it even shows up on uh, iHeart Media, on, on the iHeart Radio app in their podcast section. Um, so yeah, my podcast right in there with all my radio friends podcasts uh, right next to theirs. I don't think I get quite as many uh, listens, but hey, you never know. Bark. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, so yeah, that kind of, I think I've kind of beat this horse with a dead stick, uh, quite a bit. Um, so I think it's, uh, it's time to wrap up this podcast and, uh, and this live stream, uh, on Instagram that I'm doing simultaneously. Um, so yeah, how am I going to wrap this up? Let's wrap it up like I always do with ridiculousness uh, and also with a bit of an advertisement. And it's a bit of a self-advertisement. Uh, check out farstrider.com, F-A-R-R-S-T-R-I-D-E-R.com. And on my website, you'll find links to all of my merch stores online. I have uh, products available on Amazon.com. I have products available on Redbubble and Teespring. Uh, Redbubble and Teespring both have unique and exclusive items to them. So does Amazon, in fact. They have some pop sockets that you can't get on the other sites that don't do pop sockets. Uh, it's all pup and handler related uh, designs and um, creations. It's available in clothing and uh, coffee mugs and uh, posters and shower curtains and bath mats and bedspreads and blankets and all kinds of cool things. There are a lot of fun, cool things I could do on Redbubble and Teespring. Uh, on Teespring right now, and right now meaning through the end of 2019, so if you're listening to this in 2020, uh, sorry, you're shit out of luck on this, but for the rest of 2019 on Teespring, you can use promo code JINGLEBARK 
J-I-N-G-L-E-B-A-R-K, to save 15% off of almost anything in the Teespring store. I run my margins on the products much closer to cost than uh, Teespring recommends, so sometimes it doesn't allow the promo code on some listings because there's not enough margin uh, for that. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, code JINGLEBARK, J-I-N-G-L-E-B-A-R-K. You can use that in the Teespring store and only in the Teespring store, uh, but you can use that now through the end of 2019 to save 15% on any product. And if you order soon, in the next week or so, uh, maybe two weeks, you could get stuff uh, for sure from Teespring and Redbubble and Amazon in time for Christmas. So you could get that puppy or handler, a uh, pretty cool gift. You know, I just dumped out two companion designs uh, based on a funny, on a quote that I kind of altered and changed and made puppy and then made handler uh, because bark. Um, it's just what I do. I bark and I hump things. That's quite literally my case. And but so is the other shirt, because I also do handle puppies on occasion. And the other shirt is, it's what I do. I train and I handle things. Uh, and things being, well, that could be anything. It could be any kind of animal or non-animal. Um, but yeah, so there's lots of designs to choose from, uh, lots of things to see. I'm also still an Amazon affiliate. So you'll see on my social media accounts, especially Facebook and Twitter, where you can actually click links. I'll be posting some holiday gift ideas uh, from Amazon.com. Um, so, you know, if you, if you feel like supporting what I do, making it possible for me to keep doing this and to hopefully avoid having to get a horrible retail job uh, for the last few months of school... Um, so that I can keep doing stuff like this, uh, please, by all means, shop, shop, my, shop my merch stores, check out my Amazon links, and uh, share them. Share them out with your friends and family, and, uh, you know, buy mom a handler shirt, because moms are the ultimate handler, and who doesn't want to have that awkward conversation on Christmas morning or at the Thanksgiving dinner table? Hi, Mom. Bark. Uh, no, actually, in my case, my parents know I'm a puppy, so it's not a big deal for me. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> um, anyways, that is it for today's stream. We talked all about uh, the social media crackdown on anything that's not heteronormative. Um, you know, if you don't believe me, just go check out Michael Phelps' Instagram page. I'm sure you'll find him in a Speedo. Man, if I wore a Speedo, my accounts would all be deleted overnight. Bark. Anyways, I'm Pub Farstrider. Thanks for listening to the Farstrider podcast. And be sure to come back here uh, for more. You know, subscribe. Subscribe to subscribe to the podcast channel. And go over to the YouTubes and subscribe to the YouTube. But don't just subscribe. If you subscribe to the YouTube, you also got to click that bell and tell it you want notifications. And then you have to click it again and tell it you want all notifications. Otherwise, you won't get any, especially for a tiny little nobody like me. Uh, so, yeah, be sure you're following me everywhere. And uh, as always, you can find links to all of this and more at my website, farstrider.com. Bark, 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 bark. And we'll catch you next time. Marrarrarrar.